hour. BetMGM Tonight begins now here on a Friday night. Final hour of the work week. Kate Constable, Ryan Horvath holding it down tonight. Trista and Nick will be back next week. And we got some Major League Baseball. And you know what? Kate, I was so done with baseball just last week. And I'm still ready for college football season. Don't get me wrong. But my Cubbies looking to win their ninth game out of their last 11. And maybe, just maybe, they won't be sellers at the deadline. They have a 3-2 lead. Top of the seventh against the hated St. Louis Cardinals. Uh, the Yankees and the Orioles, scoreless. Anthony Rizzo strikes out swinging again. Uh, the Philadelphia Phillies up 2-1 to one on the Pirates. Atlanta up 8-4 to four on Milwaukee tonight. The Braves are just that damn good. Uh, the Kansas City Royals with a rare lead. They are up 3-2 to two on the Minnesota Twins. Tampa Bay and Houston still tied up at 3 in the top of the seventh. Oakland up 5-1 to one on Colorado. And then Seattle with an early 4 to nothing lead on the Arizona Diamondbacks. That game's in the bottom of the first. Is there a team that you have circled or that you're looking out for here at the trade deadline, you know, that maybe you want to place a bet on or, you know, just a team that you're interested in maybe backing if they make a deal? Like, you know, there's obviously some teams out there, like Baltimore, for example. I don't know if they're going to win the mm-hmm. AL East. They've kind of, like, come out of nowhere, but they need some pitching help. Um, are there any teams that, you know, you're looking out for here at the deadline in the next couple of days? I was looking at the Dodgers, and not necessarily that I wanted to back them to win the World Series or anything, but they needed some pitching help, and they seem to have brought in some pieces to at least help that. I mean, they took my White Sox, Lance Lynn and Joe Kelly. Uh, they just brought them over today. Lance Lynn hasn't been great this year, but he does have history of being pretty good in the postseason. He's got that experience, so maybe he steps up uh, later in the year. Joe Kelly, a good um bullpen guy who's going to come in and give you some depth there. The Dodgers just have been missing healthy pitchers. Uh, and so getting those two, I think, uh, is a great move for them. I know there were some rumors of Verlander and Scherzer maybe going over there. I'm not sure that really happens, but I don't hate the the bringing over Lance Lynn and uh, Joe Kelly. I think that makes their roster a little bit better. Yeah, yeah. The Dodgers are actually a team. I mean, because you look at the National League and it's like, who would you bet other than the Braves? But it's baseball. So we see this every single year, you know, like the best team doesn't always win. And especially if that team wins 115 games and, you know, then they kind of take their foot off the gas the final month of the season, get a little too complacent. And we just see teams get hot all the time in Major League Baseball, especially teams, you know, with three really good starters. So I look at a team in the National League like the Brewers, uh, who actually I went under on their win total. I didn't think they were going to be very good this season. I thought, if anything, they would sell at the deadline because they're cheap. Like last year, Mm -hmm. Josh Hader was the best closer in all baseball. They traded him away to San Diego. And it made sense because they had Devin Williams, who at the time they were using as a setup guy. He was rookie of the year, and they knew that he was going to be the closer. And they got a big return for Hader. But this year I want to see what they do at the deadline because they won their arbitration case against Corbin Burns this offseason but pissed him off in the process pretty much blamed him for not making the postseason, even though he's two years removed from winning the Cy Young. You have Brandon Woodruff. Freddie Peralta hasn't been great this season. Uh, He's getting hit pretty hard, but, you know, he's still a pretty solid starter. You have Adrian Hauser there, and you have a really good bullpen and Devin Williams. So if they could add a bat or two, maybe that's a team I would look at in the National League because nobody's going to run away with the Central. What the Cubs are doing now is nice. I don't know if it's sustainable. I think the Reds are still too young and a year away, although they're probably going to get aggressive here at the deadline. At least that's the report that they might have a move or two in them. But, yeah, the Dodgers, uh, I mean, they still have all the talent. 
this isn't a great Dodger team, but it's still a good Dodger team. I laughed like earlier in the season, they were a game and a half out of first place and they had a team only meeting, obviously high expectations every single season. And they've been really quiet, like scary quiet here the last couple, this off season, especially, which made me think they're going to go in big for Otani this off season or that they would have, if Otani was available at the deadline. But yeah, like in the national league for me, it would be the Dodgers because I don't know if the Phillies could do what they did last year. I don't love the pitching. I don't love the bullpen. Um, you know, I like the lineup, but it just doesn't seem like they could do it this year. So the Dodgers, for me, are a team I have circled, especially if they can make another move. But uh, I like what they've done so far in the National League. What about, I wonder you know, we were talking about the it, Astros. Yeah. What you say? They just brought in Kendall Graveman. So the, up there, their um, bullpen, too. Yeah. He's going to be a good bullpen guy for them. And they're getting healthy. Yeah. Astros were were banged up for a while. Finally getting healthy, adding some pitching. Yeah, they could be scary down the stretch. Yeah, I agree. And, I mean, they're already damn good. It's just like th- – that's the problem with the trade deadline is it's just usually like the good teams are obviously just going to get uh, even better. And it's all the teams that you hate. I don't know if Max Scherzer actually gets moved, you know. Um, I think the Mets should sell at the deadline. But the Mets never really sell at the deadline. If anything, they go all in. Every, you know, They spend a bunch yeah. of money. I don't know if they're actually going to move him, though. And he hasn't been very good this season. So, like, I wonder if maybe a Josh Hader gets moved. I, I want to see what the Padres do. Because, I mean, they had such a big offseason, and they were so aggressive at the deadline last year. But there's, like, rumors that maybe they would move Juan Soto. They still haven't paid him. Uh, maybe that they would move Josh Hader, two guys that they just traded for at the deadline last year that are really good players still. Blake Snell's even been thrown around in that conversation too, which would be wild because he's having a fantastic season, but I suppose that's what selling at the deadline is all about getting some value back for your, your top prospects. The Mets are crazy because highest bankroll in baseball, highest payroll, and they could be sellers. Like when was the last time that has happened? Yeah. I mean, I, I, I couldn't tell you. I, I have I, I really couldn't. It's, And I didn't like them coming into the season. I mean, I love Verlander, but he's 40 years old. And I get he's coming off a Cy Young season. Scherzer wasn't – he's like, these guys are are old now. I mean, I didn't didn't really understand it for the Mets. Um, But I guess they made the right decision, I guess, saying goodbye to Jacob DeGrom because he had Tommy John surgery. He's going to miss the rest of the year for the Rangers and just can't stay healthy. So they probably made the right decision there. But they just – I feel like they're just cursed, the Mets. And uh, that's why – I stay away from them every single season. I was pretty high on the Braves coming into the year. You got a decent price for them to win the division. Uh, the Braves before the season, like, didn't really? really make any sense. That was a good grab. Yeah, yeah. minus 125, I'll take that. Um, I guess, like, the most the, – the popular names, I guess, uh, Marcus Stroman would be number one, but mm-hmm. Cubs have the lead tonight again. They would only be four games back. I don't know if they're going to sell at the deadline. The NL Central isn't very good. Jordan Montgomery, you know, he's a lefty. Uh, He's going to be popular. Cardinals are, I think the Cardinals are going to sell. I don't know if they're really going to move on from Nolan Arenado and break him and Goldschmidt up yet, but I do think that they're going to move somebody. And I think it could be Jordan Montgomery. I mean, we keep hearing his name brought up. Eduardo Rodriguez, uh, lefty pitcher with the Tigers. You know, the Tigers are probably going to be sellers at the deadline. They have been so bad. I was actually kind of buying into them when AJ Hinch got hired and they just gave out too many bad contracts. Like Javi Baez didn't make any sense. Blake Snell's name's on this list. I don't know though. Like the Padres are so interesting because 
do you really want to sell off those parts? You're probably not going to make the postseason this year, which is, it doesn't make sense. Like, I know it's baseball and it's weird, but that team has way too much talent. You have Manny Machado, you have Fernando Tatis, you have Juan Soto. That's three guys right there that are realistic candidates every single season to win an MVP. And you're and, nine, ten games below 500. Yeah, and for the most part, what the Padres have struggled with this season is their hitting. Like their pitching really has not been that bad. It's 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 their offense that struggled. Which with those three names that you just named, I would never anticipate the Padres struggling on offense. Like that just shouldn't be happening at all. Yet that's what the the issue kind of is this year. So then to sell sell off Blake Snell, I don't know. I don't like that. Yeah, see, I would want to hold on to these guys and then just have a bounce back year next year because you still have yeah. all the talent in the world. But I don't know. Something's clearly off there. I mean, it's it's been a weird, weird year for them. Jamer Candelario uh, from the Nationals, third baseman, he's having a pretty solid season. He's going to get moved. I've heard maybe to Houston. That would be huge, obviously, for the Astros, who we both talked about earlier, is likely to win that division. Jordan Hicks' name has been, avail- uh, been brought up. And then Cody Bellinger, but same thing, goes back to the Cubs like winning games. I don't know yeah. why you would trade away Bellinger, but, man, that would be a huge addition for a contender. He's having a ridiculous season, and he's obviously great in the field still as well. So trade deadline right around the corner. It'll be interesting. Um, Sox are definitely going like, to – do you think Tim Anderson's definitely gone? Yeah, and I, I mean, Tim Anderson wants to be gone too, doesn't he? Tim and- with the way yeah. Tim Anderson's been hitting this season, yeah, why would you not? He doesn't want to be here. He's been awful this year. I think the Sox need to sell as much as they can and just start over, which is crazy because it was just like four or five years ago that it was the whole motto for the White Sox was like, trust the rebuild or something along the yeah. lines of a rebuild. And now here they are again in another rebuild, selling off all of their talent. It, that's just, yeah. White Sox are a mess. Are you glad that the Cubs, I mean, obviously winning is exactly what you want in baseball. And when your team's winning, you're having fun. But are you glad that the Cubs might not be sellers now at the deadline? Yeah, I am. Like, I want, so that's the thing. I like to enjoy the baseball season. And when you get into August and your team's 16 or 17 games out of first place, like, there's nothing worse. And it's been bad the last couple of years. And it sucks being a Cub fan because, um, well, one World Series says it all. But also, I loved that team so much. And all those guys were so young. And I feel like we were, like, robbed of this dynasty that we were supposed to have. And I guess that's just baseball. But, I mean, you guys could say the same thing as Sox fans. I mean, but you had Chris Bryant, who went from being minor league MVP, NL Rookie of the Year, NL MVP. And then, you know, you win a World Series. You have Anthony Rizzo, who wasn't even 30 years old yet. You had Javi Baez and like none of those guys got any better. They all regressed and now they're all gone already. So I thought that team was going to win multiple world series. Instead, you just got the one in 2016, but yeah, I'm, I, I, I don't want to do the rebuild thing again. And I like watching, I like, like when I go to the games, obviously watching good baseball players. And I like to watch Marcus Stroman take the ball once every five days. And you know, Cody Bellinger is having a ridiculously good season. So, if anything, I'd like to extend Cody Bellinger and keep him in Chicago. So, yeah, I want him to keep winning, man, because nobody's running away with the NL Central. And if you get into the playoffs, anything can happen. I don't think they're good enough to win a playoff series. I don't even think they're good enough to get there, uh, quite frankly. But, uh, yeah, I mean, at least at least winning is, you know, keeping me interested. Because if they're eight, nine games out, I, I'm not going to watch the games. I've, I've done that my no. entire life. It's hard to get into now because, you know, you, uh, 
like when you follow the farm system and whatnot. I'd get all excited for like a Javi Baez and a Chris Bryant. I don't have time for that anymore. I don't have time to pay attention to what's going on with the Iowa Cubs. I'm too busy. Well, that's all I'm going to be doing now. All these prospects that the White Sox are taking from everyone for all their trade pieces. White Sox are just going to be full of, of prospects. So that's what I'm going to have to dive into now is the whole farm system for Chicago. The other, the South Side Chicago team. Yeah, see, baseball, in my opinion, is the worst sport when your team sucks because it's so long, yeah. it's 162 games, and there's nothing else going on. So if you're a sports fan, like, I can't – I'll watch every single NFL game. Like, I don't care – you know, it could be the two worst teams. It could be the Texans, you know, playing uh, the Panthers, and I'm still going to watch that game. Right. I'm going to watch every single college football game. I'm not going to just watch a random Major League Baseball game. No. Even if it's – and I'm not going to come home on a Saturday and get excited for Rangers Astros or for the Rays and the Red Sox to play. I only really watch my team, uh, you know, right. like full game. I watch the highlights right, and stuff right, right. or watch the last couple innings. Because that's why, I like, baseball, if your team sucks, it's the worst because there's nothing else going on. I mean, you have golf, you have, like, the UFC, but at least if your basketball team sucks, like the Bulls suck, but NFL <laughs> yeah, season's do. going down. So, you know, you got football going on as well. When your baseball team's bad, there's no escape from it. It's like you, you got to watch, watch tennis sports. then. And there's nothing and who worse wants than, to watch tennis? Unless it's Wimbledon or something like, like that. Right, right. But there's nothing yeah. worse than, like, I'll get, like, these text messages from my friends that still follow, like, all these dudes in the farm system. And it's like, oh, did you see what, you know, uh, Isaiah like Kinner did again? Like, no, I didn't. I wasn't watching the Iowa Cubs. So, yeah, I'm glad that they are going to uh, – I hope, if anything, they buy at the deadline. They can maybe add another arm. I think they need another arm in that rotation. I like Hendricks, but he's getting older. Um, he's having a pretty solid season since he's came back, though. Stroman's obviously really good. And then Justin Steele is awesome. Justin Steele is one of the better starters in the National League. So, you know, anything could happen, but – I'm excited to see what they uh, what they do the rest of the way. They do have a 3-2 lead on the Cardinals right now. This game in the bottom of the seventh, two outs. Cardinals do have a runner on, uh, but the Cubs with a one-run lead, and they continue to win games. And like I said, nobody's going to run away with the NL Central. I don't like. I can't see the Brewers doing anything, even if they do get in. And uh, I don't know where are you at on the Reds. Like everybody was buying into the Reds a couple weeks ago. Now the price is. Yeah, gone. I was definitely I mean, on the Reds bandwagon a couple weeks ago. I mean, they're an exciting, fun team to watch. Ellie De La Cruz is fantastic. How do you not want to watch him?